0: Welcome to this Nutri-Ingredients podcast, I'm Shane Starling in Brussels at the European Parliament. I've just attended a workshop hosted by the um, British MEP uh, Julie Gerling and uh, the the topic was health claims and she was trying to educate some MEPs and others about some of the complexities of the regulation. Um, Were you happy with the number of MEPs that turned up today Julie and do you feel like they learned anything?
1: Yes, I was very pleased to see the turnout, we had a lot of MEPs there, a lot of staff What what I was trying to do was not really just talk about the issue at the moment which is whether the Parliament should be approving this list of claims, but also to talk about really to give the Commission a signal that um, we are going to have to do something here.
0: But with the vote coming up on the um, Article 13 general functional list in two weeks on March 21st, um, isn't it all a little bit too late for that kind of education or is is this not about that, that vote?
1: Well, it, it's partly about that vote. Um, I think, from from my point of view, I'm quite clear on that vote that I, I think we should approve the claims that have been approved. I mean, I see no value at all in throwing them away and throwing them all out, because we're then back to square one. But what I did want to do was to, to as I say, to use it as a, an opportunity to signal to the Commission and to EFSA any, and, and anybody else that... Whilst we might be prepared to do that, we want to have some serious thinking on what we do next because just to say that something's not been proved and therefore it goes away, it's just not going to wash. There, there has to be a different method.
0: Um, the Irish MEP, Marion Harkin, made a point today about um, different ways of assessing the evidence and different ways of looking at the science. Do you um, think that her, some of her ideas for revision or reform are, are valid?
1: Um, I. I I think what Marion is saying is that that the original legislation, the way it was written, has been misinterpreted. I think that's one approach, and it's a perfectly valid approach. So what she's asking is that they re-look at that and approach it slightly differently. That's fine. I'm not entirely convinced that that solves the whole issue, and I wonder if it might be better if we were to invoke Parliament's new right of impact assessments. We, We now have a budget in Parliament where we can do our own impact assessments. And I will certainly be considering putting to the committee chairman the idea that we should do that on this first, pass this first lot of claims and then do an impact assessment on the whole process so far. Then we should see where that takes us because I think that might take us to having a slightly re- revised uh, regulation.
0: Do you think that there are aspects of the regulation that open it up to a legal challenge?
1: Well, there certainly was an implication that there might be because it might be disproportionate. Um, I've heard people say that before but I've not seen any any challenge come forward. I'm not a lawyer so I, I, the proof of that will be if a challenge comes and um, we wait and see.
0: What percentage of the 736 MEPs do you think actually have a fairly good understanding of of this regulation, enough to vote on it with some authority, for instance.
1: Well, the sixty odd that sit on the Environment Committee for a start, and then there'll be another, so at least probably another sixty with some some reasonable knowledge. So you're talking about over a hundred MEPs that would have a good view of this, and they'll be spread across political groups. So they're in a position to advise their colleagues in their political groups. So I I think it's a pretty high-profile issue
0: and. Relatively well known. And would there be much opposition on, on March 21st?
1: I think there are certainly there is a view amongst some MEPs that the only way to get any action taken on this is to not approve this list of claims. And I understand that. I don't support that action myself. I think I tend to think of it the other way that let's get them approved, let's get the uh, Commission and EFSA work, you know, let's get the work they've done approved, and then let's think about how we go to the next stage.
0: Okay, thanks for your time Julie. Thank you. Shane Starling for Nutri-Ingredients in Brussels at the European Parliament.